You know what I did this morning? Peed and then put chapstick on? I peed. Because that's what you do all yeah. day long. Okay, yes. I pee and I put chapstick on all day long. That's my thing. I woke up uh-huh. and had a beautiful morning. And I realized I have such a better day if I wake up early. Even if I don't want to wake up early and I wake up and set my alarm and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. If I actually get out of bed, I it have a better great. day. Waking up early is so nice. Isn't it? Yes, but I don't do it enough. But did you enjoy it this morning? I didn't wake up early. You didn't? Ten's no. not early for you? Hey. <laughs> I woke up at nine. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a solid sleeping. So fuck off. I woke up at nine. And then I laid in bed until 930 on my phone because that's how I roll. Yeah. Then we hopped on a Zoom meeting that isn't till tomorrow. <laughs> we, You guys, we both messed up our dates. We thought it was Wednesday. I have no idea why. Like yesterday was Memorial Day. We thought it was Wednesday. Yeah. And we both like individually agreed that it was Wednesday. Oh, anyway. I'm going to blame you for that one. So I woke up. I took Stinky for a little walk. She took a big old poop today. Big poop? And Wait, how big? Like uh, a few inches? Like the size of my softy. Your penis? Yeah, the size of my... Ew! <laughs> it was like the size of my softy. That's big for her then. <laughs> little Aino. Just lay, look at little sun Aino. Oh, she's just basking in the sunlight. Um, no, because she's been taking good... No, no, it was good. No, she, 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 she had like a Some, nice little... Sometimes yeah. they're just pebbles. Yeah. And then yesterday was like a. Why is that? Are you feeding her more? Yeah. Are you? Kind of. That's why she's getting chunky again. Yeah. So let me finish my story. Okay, sorry. I woke up early and I went outside and I walked and it felt like that Cabo breeze just blowing on my face. Okay. And I just pretended that I was in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And. I just had a good feel. I just had a good feeling this morning. Good. I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. It's good been a while. Cutie. Actually, you know what it could have been? The it weekend. Could have been the weekend because yesterday. We went swimming. Yesterday was so fun. I was up here like on my computer or phone and then Ariel goes, let's put on our swimsuits and go use our freaking pool that Seriously. we never use. Okay. Yeah. So we like, we have the best freaking pool. On planet freaking Earth. I I freaking do. And so I just thought about it. I was like, okay, it's Memorial Day. No one's working. Why are we just sitting here? And I was like, put your trunks on. Brand new Lamborghini. (laughs) That's what I said. And then we went down to the pool and fuck a rock star. Brand new Lamborghini rock star. Brand new Lamborghini fuck a rock star. Guys, have you guys heard that song? Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a cop car. I'm a cop. I'm a cop. You never met a rock star. It's a glot. That song, it's like a TikTok. Uh, I mean, is that the biggest song in the world right now? I'm so obsessed with it. It's my freaking jam. It's, it's my freaking jam. It's for people who don't know what it is, but you probably know. It's Da Baby da and baby. Roddy Rich. Da Holy baby. shit. It's a new song and has 151 million streams. Because I've listened to it that many times. On Spotify. Times. Which that's means me. if it's just if that's just on Spotify, it probably has like 300 million streams everywhere. Play it for them. This is what it is, guys. I know y'all heard it before. Ooh. Let's go. I pull up like 
How you pull up, baby? How you pull up? I like to sing it like this. How you pull up? I pull up. Self in the kitchen. Let's go. Brand new Lamborghini Baca Rockstar. Cop. Rockstar. This a Glock. Sorry. Oh. I like to sing it like that. Brand new Lamborghini Baca Rockstar. <laughs> So it's we're my so, favorite thing ever. Speaking of the baby and the song, we were on a bike ride the other day, and Ariel just kept playing this on repeat. And then the song ended, and it was just silent. And she goes, "The oh, baby's hot. <laughs> He's so hot." And she was, and she wasn't like trying to make me laugh. She was just dead serious. I she know. The oh, baby's hot. The baby's hot. He he's got a hot voice. Uh, if you he listen does. to he him, really does. If you just like really pay attention to his voice. He has like such a smooth, a lot of rappers right now are kind of like, they sound like good, but they're a little whiny. Yeah. I just said, but day a little whiny. Wow. Ariel, get your shit together. <laughs> but like, he has such a smooth, like way and like vibe. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. Like that's old school to he, me. No, for he that's, has, like, that's a, true. Not old school, but he's got a very like, smooth, like, like deep 50 voice. Cent. It's like yeah. 50 cent vibes where like, you're just like, Ooh. Daffle butter. Yeah. I think he's a hottie. He's butter as shit. I want to date the um, baby. Hey. Sorry. The baby, back off. He listens to this podcast. The baby, get over here. <laughs> do, do his girlfriends call him the baby? They probably call him baby. Are, are they like, oh God, the baby needs me to like, the baby wants me to go to the golf range and I like, I don't know how to golf, but the baby. Oh my God. What's his, yeah. What's his real name? Let's find out. What if it's duh and his last name is baby? Shut up. God, the baby wants to go to Target today, and I just like don't have time. I I predicted about six months ago that Justin Bieber and the baby were going to do a song together. They still haven't, and they still haven't. Okay, so you Why? didn't predict it? Then. No, no, because it's going <laughs> to happen. Listen, it's going to happen. They will, and they it's going and it's going to be so. It's going to be the most fire song okay, ever. Let's his real name. Brand new Lamborghini Baca Rockstar. Take a guess. Sorry. His real name. It's uh, a very wholesome name. Andrew Baby. Close. One more time. Arthur. I like that thought, but no. Okay. Well, well, last time. <laughs> Did I say Andrew already? You said Andrew and Arthur. <laughs> Is it with an A? No, it's with a J. Oh, with a J. Mm -hmm. Joseph. Nope. Joaquin. It's, no, hang on. Yeah. Uh, Julio. No. Jesus. Can I just tell you? Yeah. Jonathan Lindale uh, Kirk. Lindale. Jonathan L His Lindale. His middle name is Lindale. I'm not kidding. Oh, the baby is so cute. And you know what I love about him? Huh. He's so good with his fans. Like, when you, you'll see his fans filming him, like, in, like, random TikTok videos or whatever, and he makes people feel very special. Like if a girl approaches like him, like that. like if one of his fans approaches him in, uh, I, I he's always in in like mini marts, for some reason. Okay. Like a, like an AM PM type place. <laughs> he literally instead of just being like like he he goes oh baby like he like calls him baby and he makes him feel good. That's cute. And, and he's like you cute like he like flirts with them. Well, he's he's probably trying to get it. He's probably trying to. That's true. You know. <laughs> I mean, he he knows what he's doing. <laughs> He's also a new celebrity, so it's probably really fun for him. Mm -hmm. In about four years, he's going to be like, get the fuck away from me, y'all. Yeah, that's, no, you're right. That's true. Like, Yeah. But but no, I love I love when celebrities are just good to their people. 
Well, you know, it comes with the it comes with the territory. Brand new Lamborghinis, rock star. Brand new Lamborghini, fuck a rock star. Pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. I want to keep talking about rap for a second. Okay. This is celebrity relationship news. <laughs> and I found this very interesting. Okay. And I want to hear what you think about it. Okay. Rumors are spreading that Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green have split after she stopped wearing her wedding ring. Can I pause there? Who's Brian Austin Green? He's from 90210. Oh, he's OG. Yeah. Oh, oh, she likes older men. Not really. Why? Because oh. now she's dating. Okay, yeah, that's the rest of the news. Oh. And <laughs> she's now been seen without without her ring hanging out with Machine Gun Kelly after they had some intimate scenes in his recent music video. Oh, shit. Machine Gun Kelly's kind of everywhere. I love him. Do you love him? I love him. Do you? Yeah. I just interesting. Like, I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about him. I mean, I, I don't know any of his music to be honest with you. But whenever I watch him, like I or like on Instagram or something, I just keep going. It's not like I'm like eh, boring and I scroll past. I'm like so into whatever he's doing. Yeah. And I like watching what he's doing. I did a movie called Nerve, and um, he was in it. Yeah. And it was so funny. He was dating someone at the time. I can't remember who it was. It was like 5 a.m. Like we were doing a night shoot. And legit, I shared a trailer with him. Well, not, I mean, we shared one, it's called a honey wagon. And um, we shared this little trailer. And then we had this little screen divider in between my room and his room. And he just blasted music at like 5 a.m. I'm like, Someone's trying to study their one line, sir. I had one line in this movie and I was like really trying to study it. No, I'm kidding. I was so freaking tired and jet lagged. And I was like trying to like take a little snooze. But he was literally, he was super nice and whatever. But he was like, he was rock star. Bumping. He was brand new Lamborghini. Here's the thing, okay? Yeah. If he was big enough at the time, he probably is now. He's big enough now, probably, right? Oh, yeah. But if he was big enough at the time to have his own room, bro, play your music, do your thing. But I, I do not like when people disrespect other people's space. Like, people who, yeah. like, he shared a room with you that just had a divider yeah. and blasted music, and you guys were on set to, like, study. You had to study your line. Like, I, I don't like that. You had to study your line. So sad. You had to study your line. Honestly, <laughs> oh, what was, I'm a what true was, Julia Roberts, what, aren't I? What was your line? Would you like to see your size in that? Oh, okay. See, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. tough. One. But you nailed it. Nailed it. You definitely have it down. And they they threw me a couple more lines. <laughs> let me see if uh, let me see if I can find one that's gonna fit you. That's what I had to say to Emma Roberts. Oh, it was Emma. Uh, was Machine Gun Kelly a big part, or like just kind of like a quick pop in? He's not a quick pop in. But he's not, he's not he, like the lead. He pops in and out. But he is, he is in it a lot, actually. So like, he was like having his moment. Like he was definitely like being a fame. He was, he was, he did that movie and he was in it for real. So he was like, I'm going to freaking blast my music at 5 a.m. I don't give a shit. I'm a lead. Is he a good actor? He is. Is he? He's really good at acting. Wow. Like he's actually really good. Yeah. And I think it's because he's a, like, I sound like I'm obsessed with him, but like, I think he really is like a true creative. Yeah. Like he's not just like a fake, like he's not just trying to be a famous guy. No, I think he's like he just really talented. Creating. He's like super talented. 
and I was really surprised, not surprised that he could act, but most younger, like guys that want to be rappers aren't going to be the best actors. I thought he was really good. Yeah. And I think it's because guys that have like, they're covered in tattoos and you almost have that like fuck it mentality. And that's the best way to be when you're an actor Mm -hmm. is like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And like, if you're trying to act, everyone's going to see you trying to act. Mm -hmm. But if you're just like, eh, fuck it, you're going to be the best out of everyone. And he definitely has that like, bucket mentality and yeah. i think that's i love that you have to have that yeah well i watched a little bit of natalie portman's masterclass. oh i watched that too did you you fell asleep but yeah and i watched the rest what what i like that she said is she goes you can't have any fear of judgment she goes you need to try what you think is going to work mm-hmm. you can't have a fear of judgment because so many people think like oh man i need to act good in front of people it's like no just do what you do what you feel is good yeah and try it yeah. And if the director doesn't like it, then, you know, he can tweak, he can tweak it. Yeah, totally. But like, I think a lot of times and honestly, like on such a small scale, but like I'll have some people act in like our videos. Right. Mm-hmm. And I notice that they kind of stick to something so simple. And I'm like, I know how funny they are. And I'm like, be you. Like yeah. I cast you in this to be you. And I love when people kind of, you know, you know, what's so funny is like I do this, too, where like if we're shooting. And off camera, before we're shooting, I'll do exactly what I want to do. I'll say like a line really funny and really subtle. And then we go, okay, we're rolling. And then I try and do the same line and I can't do it the way I just did it. Yeah. And I'm like, why can't I do it? It's like I'm now louder. Dude, I know. It's so weird. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I will like... I've acted out scripts, like written them out, acted them out. And then I've shot them and I'm like, I suck in this. Like there was no personality there, which is weird. And And then other times I'm I'm just on it. I'm like, it just feels good. Maybe it's because we're doing so many like elements to shooting and directing and acting and like editing. And we're we're thinking about the editing and everything. I guess it's like, it's kind of hard to like pinpoint one piece to then you know, I don't know. We're just thinking about a lot, I guess. First of all, obviously <laughs> you got to make money doing this. So imagine right now we have unlimited money to mm. create a TV show. I'd buy a yacht. Oh. Oh. You don't want to shoot a TV show or anything? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Could you imagine a network gives you like 20 million to shoot a series and you just buy a yacht? They're like, where'd Ariel go? I just escaped to St. Bart's <laughs> on my yacht. <laughs> um, no, but for real, imagine if you had, okay, right now you have $20 million. No, 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 no. You have $50 million to shoot a series. Mm-hmm. Okay. What kind of series would you shoot? Movie, comedy, mm. a freaking castaway the next castaway movie the next 90210 i would probably, what would you create i'd probably try and make the next friends oh oh my god that'd be fun but like not not with the intention of it like being better or even as good as friends mm-hmm. but i would i would literally cast the fuck out of it just like friends mm-hmm. where it's just like a really hilarious show i think like New Girl is such a really, like, that's such a funny show. Like, that, to me, is perfectly cast. It's just awesome. Would you say that's the closest thing to being best cast as friends? I mean. Because that was my next question is, 
Friends is perfect casting. Perfect. You can't replace any of those characters. Well, you know why? It's because they they took chances on people. Yeah. That's they like, took no names, right? Well, kind Courtney of? Cox wasn't a no name and David Schwimmer had worked. But like, I think it's kind of like they weren't the most famous people. Yeah. It's like they didn't get like Julia Roberts. I mean, she would have been perfect, but yeah. she's perfect in everything. But like they, they weren't like, let's get Daniel Day Lewis and Julia Roberts to play these hilarious characters. Like, yeah. no, get the people that are right for the freaking job. Like, I think like people now get famous people to to do everything because they know it's going to bring in an audience, which duh. But, like, the audience isn't going to stick around if it's not good, so why don't you just cast the fucking show right? Well, why do you think every other show gets canceled? canceled. Every not time. every other show. Probably 75% of shows these days are just getting canceled. Like, 90% of shows I don't want, I don't, don't. I don't want to make believe <laughs> with this new cast of people who are all superstars. And I'm like, I know who that guy is. I know who she is. Like, find new good people. So the right? show Happy Endings. I'm with you. If you guys haven't seen Happy Endings, it's so freaking funny. To me, the writing is so funny. One of my favorite sitcom actors, or actually like TV actors, is uh, Damon Wayans Jr. So good. He is like... He's great. His comedic timing is spot on. He did... He was coach in New Girl. He plays Brad in Happy Endings. And I think the story is he booked Happy Endings and New Girl at the same exact time, same exact year. And he booked Happy Endings first. So he had to do Happy Endings. When Happy Endings ended, I think he went and did New Girl right after that. So he got like kind of the best of both worlds. He got to do both. I thought that was so cool. Wow. But he was such a sought after TV star because, I mean, he's he's perfect. He's but he's for some really reason, good. Happy Endings didn't him. make it. But Happy Endings, in comparison to New Girl, that's what happened. Happy Endings should have come out the year before or the year after. When did it come out? Same time? The same exact year. They both got picked up. They, the oh, same pilot that season. launched the same time as New Girl? Yeah. What do, you, what do you think pushed New Girl to succeed and not Happy Endings? Zoe Deschanel. Because she was a name. Yeah. Was she? Oh, she was. She was in movies She and definitely stuff. was. But it was she's like, really good. Uh, she's, she created New Girl. Oh, she did. So she like, especially in that time, like, um, where it was like women creating things. Yeah. started really happening where it was like, oh, you know, and it was like one of the best scripts I've ever read. For oh a yeah, pilot. you read for it, right? Yeah, I auditioned for her friend for the best friend girl. It was wow. Like, it, it was so the pilot was so funny, and then it was like created by this, you know a woman and she was playing herself mm -hmm. kind of not herself, but she was playing like a version of herself. It was just like really, really good. And I think like it stood out in comparison to like every other thing that's like getting sold in Hollywood. I mean, it's like, did you ever watch girls? Mm -hmm. You did. Yeah. I watched every, episode. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. A too. lot. It's the, to be honest, it's the first show that I've seen that is like, very real yeah it's ve like it's very real and there it's not it's not like oh ha 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 comedy but there's just funny parts because because it's really relatable it's very relatable yeah like adam is it adam driver is that his name yeah his character is just so 
bizarre. He's so weird. And he's so weird. And he plays it so perfectly. I know. And uh, and Lena Dunham, is that her name? Lena mm-hmm. Dunham. Like, sh- like, they're just great. Yeah, they're, they're so, so good, good in it. Yeah. Did you, what, what'd she do before that? Like, okay, here's my question, okay? And, I, and there's no right answer here, but I'm going to ask you. Yes. Lena Dunham is 34 years old. Mm-hmm. So she's literally pretty much your age. She's a year older than you. Mm-hmm. Years active, 2006 to present. Okay, here's my question. And there's no, there's no right answer, but I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. How did she get her breakthrough? What pushed her, she, you know, over the edge to finally like. Well, she did something that she worked or wrote or won. It was like a Sundance thing or something, something along those lines. And Judd Apatow liked that or uh-huh. did something like i don't know i don't know i shouldn't even be i i don't i don't know but there's something like that and then didn't he didn't he oh yeah it says right here it says that girls it, in 2006 she produced pressure in yes. which a girl and two friends talk about experiencing an orgasm for the first time which makes dunham's character feel pressured to do so as well so she probably just did that she probably did shit that's embarrassing i mean she does she does. She puts out stuff that's embarrassing to most people and just owns it. And yeah. that's why I like it so much. And I bet you yeah. when she put out pressure, Judd Apatow probably saw that or something similar of her work. And it was like, this girl's great. Yeah. She just doesn't give a shit. That's awesome. I want to finish uh, celebrity, relation- celebrity relationship news. This is kind of cute. Demi Lovato shared a tweet from 2011 from her current boyfriend about wanting to date her at the time. No. <laughs> so, her, no. <laughs> so Demi's current boyfriend was a fan of Demi Lovato and thought she was cute and tweeted about like. Who is her boyfriend? You guys, what's his name? I don't know. Can you look it up? Demi My hands Lovato's are full. boyfriend. I don't know who he is. Max, I, th- I think he's Max, a musician. Max. Eric. Is he a musician? Eric. Uh, 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 Does he music? Does he do muse? Does he do muse? Anyway, that's cute. He predicted it. Um, and apparently, a similar situation happened with Halsey and Evan Peters. She tweeted about oh, him yeah. years ago. Well, no, and what they was ended the tweet? up dating. I can't find the tweets, though. Okay. But this, these on. are the headlines, though. Demi Lovato's boyfriend tweet 2011. I'll get to yeah, you know, fans have just found that and I'll get to the blasted it. Here it is. All I want for Christmas is was Demi Lovato can't always get what you want no well i guess you can (laughs) 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 hashtag can't always get what you want that's what he said and now they're making out on instagram remember that remember that video uh before they were public knowledge about them being in a relationship remember there's a video of him he's live and he's he's on his live and he's playing piano i think for his audience right (laughs) oh yeah yeah he's on instagram live he's playing piano and then demi lovato comes up behind him and like touches his chest and he like looks at her and goes I'm live. And she goes, what? Like really sweet. And he goes, I'm live. And then she runs away. <laughs> it was very cute. It was cute. Very, like, very They're cute trying moment. to be secret. And he's like, I'm freaking live right now to so many people that are probably assuming that they're together and they're just watching to see if she's on. Oh my uh, God. Perfect. So guess what? There's a new show called Labor of Love. Hosted by Kristen Davis. Who's that? She's from Sex and the City. Okay, she's the okay. Got it. Oh yeah, she plays Charlotte in Sex and the City. The premise of the show is one woman, Christy Katzman, will date fifteen men and try to find the one man she wants to. He, she wants to impregnate her. So 
she's not looking for the relationship. She's just looking for the father. I can't. Which is, I mean, listen, here's the thing. I mean, if she's if she's to the point of aging out from having a kid, because I know that women are supposed to have kids before what, 40? Like 32. No. Well. Well, th- past 32, maybe it's like more of a risk or whatever. Well, it's like 35. I think it's 35 is like the real. So, okay, cool. So, yay, they're making it a TV show and she's literally going to get knocked up by some random guy to be the dad of the baby. That's hilarious and weird and it, it's probably going to be a hit because it's so crazy. But what do you think about that concept? If if a woman is, let's say, 38 years old and her, doc- and her doctor says, you probably have a couple solid, solid years left to have your own child. And she says, I just want to find the right. I mean, maybe I should go on this fucking show. Hey. Sorry. You have years left. Can we look this up? Here's the thing. She could either do a show and put it out there for the whole world to see, get a few million followers from it, and then have a baby. And at least she's vetting the fathers, right? Or she goes to a sperm bank, has zero clue of any of the fathers, and doesn't get a few million followers out of it. So you decide. I'm gonna be on labor of love. Hey, wait. Okay, this this I'm I'm reading Healthline Parenthood. It says by the age of 37, you'll have about 25,000 eggs left. But it's so different for every woman. By the age of 51, you'll only have a thousand eggs. Okay, well that's just like the generalization of it. But basically, it says here. Hang on, let me just back me and all the men out there. It says starting between 35 and 37. Yes. Oh, oh, fertility begins to drop more quickly. Okay, that makes sense. Here's the thing. I had a friend go in to get her, like, eggs checked or whatever, her fertility rate. I don't know what it's called. She went to get that checked out. She's 35. This was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. She was like, I wish. She's 35 now? I don't know, actually. Now I'm confused. She goes, she told me this a couple years ago before like you and I started dating. Actually, we had just started dating. She yeah. was like, you should go get it checked out because, because she was like, I wish I would have done this so long ago because it helps you realize like if you want to have kids, yeah, it's super important to get that stuff checked out. And I think like, you know, just so that you're aware of it, you go get checked out and then like the doctor's like, oh, yeah, you have 20 more years. You're solid. Or your egg count is super, super low. If you want to have a baby, you either need like you want to know your options. Right. Yeah. I've never looked into any of that. Never. Yeah. I've never. Well, I mean, do you feel like you should? No, because here's the thing. I'm can I be real with you. Yeah. If you went to the doctor and he says you need to have a kid very quickly. I'm not going to do that just to have like, well, maybe. Yeah. But the thing is, we could plan it. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's my my, my point is, if you needed to, we could plan it. But, you know, we're still in steps of our of like, you know, we're both busy, but we still want to get married and we still want to like, you know, we still have some steps to take. But, you know, we know that we're together. And that we're gonna have kids. So yeah. like if we needed to have if we needed to have our kids soon, we could just do that. I've never been such a big planner and you know that. Like I'm very like 
fly by the seat of my pants, Mm -hmm. even down to having a kid. If for some reason I can't have a kid, I adopt a kid because I want to do that anyways. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of just like, I'm not worried about it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, once all this pandemic stuff is over, I'm 33. I'd like to just go get it checked out, but I'm not going to be like, Oh my gosh. Like it almost makes it like more scary. Yeah. Instead of just trying. I don't know. It I, it's I, such I, a I see, personal I see what you're saying. It's such a personal thing and people should do exactly what cuz most people have to plan their yeah. pregnancies. Yeah. They have to because it's like specific to their lifestyle or whatever it is. For me, I just don't I just don't like pressure on stuff. I just want to do that when I feel like that's right for us. I agree. You know, or like, and if it doesn't happen, like, yeah, maybe that might suck, but I, I'm not going to like worry about it right now. Yeah. What age would you adopt? If you could pick, if you could, I know it's like, you never know, but if you could pick the perfect age for you to adopt, what um, do you think it would be? Like, would you want to, would you want a baby that's like a few months old? Or would you want oh, what like age what would age they be? I thought would you they meant be? me, like how old would no, I no, be? No, no, no. What age would the kid be? I don't know. Like I kind of want to adopt like a 14-year-old. Okay. And then kind of skip all the bullshit and then teach them how to like, you know, play baseball or do gymnastics or something. Epic. You just adopt them and you're like, make me breakfast. <laughs> just I just do shit for you. <laughs> no, um, but you know what? Like I was thinking like, what if there's the sweetest nine-year-old girl and yeah. she's so sweet and she like lost her parents and she like genuinely just wants to have a home. I would do that. I would. I don't. I couldn't say no. I just want to take care of a little kid. Make you know, give him a better life. I'd love to do that. Honestly, same. Freaking same. You know what I'm freaking riled up about right now? What are you riled up about? <sighs> that I'm wearing my last pair of clean underwear. Oh no! I know. Do you hate washing your underwear? I don't hate washing my underwear. Yeah. What's the problem here? Well, okay. What's the issue? What's the issue? Here's my issue. And everyone's going to be like, what? I can't wash my underwear with any of my other clothes. Oh, yeah. It has to be alone in its own wash cycle. Could you wash your panties with my my rectum underwear? No. With my rectum boxers? No. (laughs) I wouldn't wash. I wouldn't wash. My underwear with your cleanest T-shirt. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you have a thing. I have a thing. You have a thing. I have to wash them so separate. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. And so it's such a, it's like a to-do because I can't just like let it sit in there. You know, if it's like, oh, I, I put my underwear in, they do the wash cycle, and then I have to take them out and put them into the dryer immediately or else I'm gonna, I'm scared that like, <laughs> that the wet clothes are going to get moldy. Yeah. So it's like I have to be really on point when I'm washing my uns. Yeah. So. I feel that. I have to do that today because I'm on my last pair. Or I'm going to start wearing my How many suits. pairs of panties do you own? <laughs> like a thousand. I have a question. Yes. How much would you sell a pair for? Ew! To a, to a fan. 200 bucks. 200 bucks. That's not bad. Uh, guys, no, no, no. Lies. Uh, check, no. Out, check out my website. Do not. www.emosnotdead.com. Panties for cause <laughs> slash REL. Ew. Panniesforcause.com slash REL. We are donating every single penny purchase to adopting kids. 
Okay. <laughs> you need to calm yourself. Oh my God. What? One time. What's on your brain? I was just thinking. There was a question. Actually, well, so I don't know what made me think of this. Oh, no. Well, actually, no, because you said how much would you charge? To, so it's sickening. I would never do that, but $1,000. Um, So I was at CVS, like, I'm going to say when I was 21. And I'll never forget this. I was at CVS on Fairfax. And I was in the checkout line. And this guy behind me was he was just like this tall man and he's like I love your shoes and I was like oh thank you and like I always know when a random guy says I like your shoes he's hitting on me for sure like he doesn't like my fucking shoes you know what I mean he likes, he likes, your likes my ass. big ass he likes your big round ass and your titties he likes my big juicy ass but yeah my, but the thing is my well, little beast okay sorry I'm go kidding. ahead I'm giant go tits ahead. anyways so He's like, I like your shoes. I'm like, oh, thank you. And then I just, I literally was like so short with him. Thanks. Turn around. And he's like, where'd you get him? And I was like, okay. I was like, uh, I, I, I got them a couple years ago. I don't know. And they were literally like Converse. Like I wear Converse every day. It's like, yeah. uh, any store that you can buy shoes, sir. Yeah. You know? So then I just say like, oh, I don't know. I got him at blah, blah, blah. Turn around. Then I, I'm, there's a long ass line. And I remember being like, get me out of this fucking line. Like this guy was just like staring into the back of my head, like trying to think of compliments. And he goes, what size are you? And I was like, no. Yeah. He asked, what size? Oh, fetish man. My feet. And I just go. I I was like, that is weird. I just said like. Did you say that? Yeah. I was like, that is so weird. I was like, none of your beeswax, sir. I think I like said something funny yeah, like that. Yeah. And he like laughed. Finally, it was my turn to go up to the checkout. I check out. I go outside. He, You know how there's like five people to check you out. He had like gotten called to the next checkout. So we were like checking out at the very, very same time. We go out the front door basically together. And he's like, hey how much would you charge to talk to me? And I was like, what? And he goes, how much would you charge to like, just have a, to sit in my car and talk to me? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't do that. Like, I, I didn't even know oh what the my fuck God. he was talking about. It was like, so weird. And I was like, I was like, oh, I don't do that. And he goes, well, it, everything has a price or something like that. And I was like, sorry. And I just like looked down, and like what ran, basically ran to my car, got in my car and drove away. And my heart was pounding. Cause I was like, no, that, was, that is creepy. And I was young, just moved to LA probably like a year before that. And I was like, this is so weird to be asked that. Hey guys out there. Don't Stop do that. Stop being creepy. Don't do that. Yeah. How weird is That's that? That's crazy. And yeah, I just did. I didn't like it. You, what's so crazy is, like he said, there is a, for most people, there is a price for everything. And there are websites out there that people go to to offer their services. Even, and it's as, it could be as simple as someone wants to be cuddled. No joke. There's actually men who pay not for sex, but they just pay to be spooned. And they'll pay a lot of money. There's also, and I know some of these people. 
What website? I know. What What's website that? is this? Hey. Hmm? No, like just we can we can talk about it off air. Cuddlesforfun.com. Got it. And then Cuddles for Fun. I I also <laughs> know a couple of girls that are my friends here in LA Uh-oh. and they don't do the biz, but they literally go they are paid arm candy. Are you sure they don't do the biz? They tell you like what they are they pro- gonna say? I I'm a prostitute? They, no. They, they probably do. Um, no, but no, but but realistically, there are rich guys out there that just want to have the 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 company of a beautiful girl on their side, and Disgusting. they'll pay for that. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. My point is, is why there, don't you just become a great person and have someone want to hang out with you? I don't know. I know that it's not like the easiest thing in the world to like pull models and maybe have to pay for it, mm-hmm. but like, I'm sorry. Why don't you have a better fucking attitude you know it's crazy and Here, here's maybe why. like girls will just want to hang out with you because you're rich and fun to hang out with even even <laughs> even though because you're rich even uh, though it's a very empty lifestyle these guys only know how to pay for things they pay for friends because they just always you know pay for the dinners and give money when they're gambling in vegas and like like mm. uh, charter the private jet so they pay for friends they pay for relationships and it's wow. ve- it's a very sad lifestyle. And like I have a I have a buddy who is like part of a crew that I'll hang with this guy like this. And it's like, yo, hey, guys, if you're in your like early 30s and there's this dude who's like 50 something years old and, and, and is a dickhead and like is like notorious for being like a maniac when he drinks and does drugs. It's like you don't want to be friends with that person. No, but you're you friends with bad. that guy because he's so rich. And you all get on a private jet and go gamble in Vegas and he gives everybody money. And like the stories that I hear about this guy are just like next level crazy. Oh and I'm like, that's insane. And it's and it's also I, I want to say it's sad because clearly something's going on there. But like, I don't know. It's strange. Uh, it's a strange world we live in. Mm-hmm. So so how much is your price for a car conversation? Hey. Like legitimately, like if you knew, would, hey, hey, check this mm. out. A security guard, armed security guard, sits in the back seat with you. Mm. He frisks the guy and everything. Interesting. Takes the car keys so the guy can't drive off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have this whole little, you have a business here going. Okay, I, I'm running a business. You're running a business. Yeah, and it's called, what's it called? It's called Car Convos. Okay, CarConvos.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're the car conversationalist. Mm-hmm. How much for conversation do you charge? Think about this. Therapist charge per hour. Mm-hmm. For an hour, I'd be, I would be $10,000. $10,000 an hour? <laughs> Come on. Well, because I don't want to do it. Okay. So it has to be worth it. Man, I think. I'm not a therapist. I feel like I would do it for 1000 bucks an hour. No. I would. Yeah. It's different for a guy to do I that. would. They, they have to come to me. They, they, they not. But. What? But. It's different. They, they can talk to you about whatever they want. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, my God. That is scary. But it's different for a guy talking, paying to talk to a girl. No, I talk to guys or girls. No, no, no. I don't care. I'm saying, duh, you don't care. Think about a guy paying to talk to a girl. He's probably not going to be like, so what'd you eat for breakfast this morning? Oh, he's going to ask you, oh, okay. 
You know what I mean? For a Anyways, moment there, moving on. For What's a moment the next there, thing? <laughs> fan questions. Okay, cool. Fan questions. We have a few fan questions from you guys, the fans. Thanks for listening to Riled Up. We appreciate it, guys. I hope you have something here because I read this earlier and I didn't, I don't think of anything. What's the most embarrassing moment you've had in a professional setting? Got one. You do already? Yes. What is it? A professional setting. So like an audition? Audition, on set, uh, working behind a counter. So I had an audition. I'm going to make this short because it's a really long story. I had an audition where it was like a crying scene, but I wasn't like, I wasn't really crying. It was just like an emotional scene. It was for a fucking soap opera. A mm. fucking soap, uh, soap opera. It was a fucking soap opera. I didn't even want to be doing it, to be honest with you. So I didn't freaking study because I was like, I don't know if I want to be a lead on a soap opera. Let's just put it for that sure. way. Like I just, if, like, you it book, wasn't... if you booked it, you're like, eh, not quite my thing. Here's the thing. Like, those people have the best jobs ever because they go to work and they're done by, like, 4 p.m. and they have the rest of the day yeah. and they get paid awesome. Yeah. I was like, no, I want to be on a sitcom. Like, I, I, my soap operas aren't my thing. Anyways, I go to this audition because my agents were like, you should because it's a callback and it's really good. Whatever. I was like, all right, fuck it. So I go to this audition I didn't really study. And yes, I'm an actor. I should probably always be prepared, even if I don't want to be in the show. Mm-hmm. I just should be prepared always. It's my job. I was prepared. I just didn't like get into character where like I was bawling, crying or anything. I just mm-hmm. I knew my lines and that was that was the most I did, mm-hmm. which is like learning your lines is hard. So I I, I go to my audition. And have I ever told you the story? Mm-mm. I, I do my whole audition and we're done with the scene. Actually, we didn't even finish the scene yet. And the casting director just stops reading and puts her papers down on the desk. And I was like, uh, yes. And she goes, oh God. And she's like looking around the room and I'm like, yes. Like what? what's happening right now and we were just silent like it was her turn to say something because it was her line Mm -hmm. and she goes she literally takes the sides the sides are the the papers that you are reading off of she takes the papers and she just throws them into the air and she goes this is why i fucking hate actors and i was like oh no what yeah what'd you do i was like i started like not laughing, but I was like, oh, yeah. uh, I was like, what? I was so confused. I thought she was kidding. And she goes, I said, this is why I fucking hate actors. Did you even read the fucking script? And I was like, oh, I, and I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> because oh I didn't even my. want to be in this fucking show. So anyways, so she goes, did you even read the script? And I was like, No. And then she's like, did you even read the audition? And I was like, I I did do that. I knew my lines perfectly. And she was like, where's the emotion? You know, she's supposed to be devastated. She's crying right now. Are you freaking kidding me? This is blah, 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 blah. This is bullshit. And she starts like basically just yelling at me, telling me how she hates me and actors. And then I started crying because it was so 
I was so scared. She probably, was, she probably wanted you to cry, huh? Yes. So oh, I start. So I start let's crying. Find her. So I start crying, and 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 we're both like silent, and my eyes are filled with tears. And she goes, "That is the emotion that I want from you. Start the scene over, please." And she makes me do the audition with tears in my eyes, which like she get out of she here. She got what she wanted, but that's not a way to do it. That is so weird. I did the audition. I get a call back. I test for the freaking role. I don't even want no this way. part. I go all the way to the end. It's between me and one other girl and the other girl got it because she was like 18 and I was probably like 22. Yeah. And they wanted her to be young. But yeah. No and I was, way. But I was so embarrassed before. But well, I wasn't embarrassed until I was embarrassed. Like I was embarrassed because she had she like basically was like did you even do your job and i was like oh my god that Jeez. was really that was embarrassing but no that, one no, else no, was that's there. A, that's an embarrassing moment i guess yeah Jeez, isn't that crazy mm-hmm. oh can i tell mine no let's actually, move on actually wait <laughs> i'm just kidding. to be honest mine's not embarrassing but it's just weird well I've told i guess you this mine before. was kind of just weird too mine i wasn't embarrassed but okay here's here's what it was okay cutie i this was when i first moved to la Mm-hmm. And somehow through a connection in Portland, my Portland buddy is like, hey, dude, there's this manager who uh, I think would be great for you to represent you. I was like, all right. And then he goes, OK, so go to his go to his office. Here's the address. I sent him your headshot. You just have to he goes, bring your guitar because he you know, he wants to represent like musicians and actors, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. Oh, no. So ah! I bring my guitar into this office. But it was like his home office. So that was like the first thing I was like, okay, I'm going to a home office, whatever. I walk into his home office of this manager's place. There's no one working there but him. He probably, I can tell by like the cubicles kind of set up. You know how, how John has his setup? No, uh, commercial agent or oh, commercial. John, yeah. 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 How he kind of like that where you're like, oh, this is like a home office vibe, yeah. right? Yeah. So I could tell people should be there, but they weren't there. Maybe I went like at five or six or I forgot. Okay. So I show up. He answers the door. He's like, hey, come on in, come on in. Uh, and he goes, I'm, you know, I don't even want to say his name just because yeah. he introduces himself. I say hi. And then he, uh, you know, learns a little bit about me. He's like, oh, you're from Portland, this and that. Cool. He's like, well, why don't you? Um, Yeah. He goes, hey, he goes, well, you bought your guitar? Cool. Like, play, play me a song. So then I play him like a song that I covered, right? Mm-hmm. Like some freaking... Ryan Cabrera song or something. All and then the way down, and he's and then he's literally looking at me like just looking into my eyes while I'm singing to him. And he's just and he's just going, mm. No. Mm. And he's like into it and I'm like, "What the fuck? This is so weird." I hate it. Then, it's making my butt clench. Then he asked me to play it again but shirtless. Mm, nope. And he said it in like a smooth, like sexy way. He was like, a, he, like and he was like, he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, oh, and he called me baby. He kept saying, baby, that's not baby. That's good. Baby, that's good. No. And, and he, and he, and he's like, ah, oh, baby. He goes, you cute. Like, um, no. He, yeah. He, I'm not kidding. Who set you up and with And he goes, this can you, can you, uh, a guy in Portland. So then he goes, can you, uh, he goes, why don't you, why don't you play that, play that with your shirt off? Wait, 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 wait. I'm not, wait, wait. everybody I'm not stop kidding. talking. Everyone okay. shut up. What? Who is this person in Portland that set you up with this freaking perv? Remember when I used to work for John Robert Powers? 
Yes. I used to be like a talent scout for them at the mall. We had okay. like a kiosk in the in the Clackamas Town Center Mall. Clackamas. And I would just and and I worked for a talent agency. And it's like a it's like a small one in like Washington and, and Oregon. Yeah. The owner of John Robert Powers um, is the one who I worked for. And he set me up because I moved to L.A. and he was like, hey, I have a manager I want you to meet. And so by the way, was that guy weird. No, he was nice. The guy in Portland was really nice. This is a real manager who represents actual TV people. Do I know him? I will tell you when we're not on, on when we're not rolling audio. Okay. But anyway, so then I'm literally I literally, people I literally immediately <laughs> just say, no, I'm not doing that. And I grab my guitar and start packing up and I'm leaving. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yo, yo, no, you don't have to. And he started like trying to backpedal. And I'm like, no, dude. Don't invite me to your, don't invite me. Like he prayed on a young dude who moved to LA. I'm so sick. And like, I'm sick. Like it's just gross. So and then, most people in that situation would be so like scared to not do something because they're like, my career is riding on this. And yeah. it's like, no, it's not. Exactly. That person's going to do nothing for you, but hurt you. Yeah. Like ugh. totally. So anyway, oh I God. packed up my shit and I left. And then he even called me. I think he panicked too. He called me and left a voicemail and was like pretty much saying like, hey, like I didn't mean anything by that. Blah, blah, blah. This and that. Like it's, you know, oh my like God. pretty much saying like it's part of the job because and, and I'm like, bro, I was in the moment there while you were staring at me moaning and told me to take off my shirt. Ew! Like, like you can't convince me otherwise. I want to literally find this human. We will. And I can't wait to tell you who it is. And then maybe on a future podcast, I'll tell everybody who it is and expose him. And then we'll have a tree. I'll be on my, my own E true Hollywood story. Ooh, I love an exposure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, we'll end on that note. <laughs> um, Just cause, pedophilia. Cause I need nope. to go pee. Well, anyway, guys, is it cool that we end this podcast right now? Because I have to go pee pee. And you know I can only last about an hour without peeing. You gotta go pee. pee. I okay, pee once pee. an hour, guys. Because okay, I drink pee. a lot of water. That's why I have great looking skin and I have, you know, very white eyeballs. I need to drink more water. I know you do. I haven't had a sip today. I can see it. Hey, why'd you look at my hair? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find something to make you mad. Don't you dare give me that look. I'm gonna freaking kick you in the All face. right, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening to Riled Up. You can follow me at Matt Cutchell on Instagram. Come say hello. Ariel has enough followers. You do not need to follow her. Follow me at Ariel Vanden. At Ariel. Hey. A R I E L L E. Okay. Slash Ryle. Bye, guys. We love you. Love you. Bye bye.